This is The Journeys Podcast, and I'm your host, Mark Stolo. Today, I'm talking with Samantha Chris. Samantha is a best-selling author and TEDx speaker. Samantha empowers people to step into their potential and create opportunities for success in their lives. How do we let go of imposed ideas of success and stop sabotaging ourselves on the path of setting meaningful goals? You talk a lot in your journey about your own personal transformation. And I think it's it's great as an example for people who are struggling with some of the things that you bring up, like struggle with perfectionism and always have to having to create like super lofty goals and feeling like you're falling short of those goals. Can you talk about what's inspired you in, in the creation of your own kind of goal methodology, which you call this real goal methodology? What was it in your own personal life that led you to creating this particular form of of goal setting and goal achievement my goodness how much time do you have (laughs) (laughs) we got a lot of tape yeah it was you know talk about journeys it was a journey Uh, i would say what really the catalyst for that model was when i was at my rock bottom really at my lowest low i had just come out of a marriage i was living on my own for the first time I had been let go. I was working for a startup that went belly up and it really felt like I had just been dealt a bad hand (laughs) at that time. And I'm someone who's pretty positive, is pretty optimistic and still felt like I couldn't catch a break. And I remember I had sold all my furniture so that I can pay rent. I had just sold my wedding rings so that I could make ends meet. And I was sitting there on my blow up mattress and was looking around my empty apartment and I was thinking like there, there's this is not the way this is not where I want to be there's got to be a better solution and I'm really solutions driven so to even to be in that headspace was so hard for me because I felt like I knew better I felt like I mean I I've studied this I've I've lived worst experiences and still felt so beat down. And I thought, okay, I need to set some goals to get, just to get me out of this headspace. And I would set the goals and I'd get excited and I'd kind of feel like, okay, this is something to get excited about. And then I would just leave it and the excitement would dwindle. And I kind of, I was so confused because I was thinking, you know, yesterday, last week, this is truly what lit me up. And now I just can't bother. Like what's, something's got to give here. And so I started to look at historically, moments where I felt successful and goals that I've set for myself and I've achieved, what is the undercurrent? What is the common denominator between all of those experiences that I can use to inform my current goals and ultimately get me out of this space where I just like, I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. And it was the fact that every goal resonated with me on a deep level. It was connected to my values, to who I felt, you know, authentically I was, what I genuinely believed in. There were goals that were empowering. There were ones that made me feel really good that I understood what success felt like in those moments. It wasn't this arbitrary, you know, carrot that I was chasing. It was, it was a feeling that I was able to achieve in pursuit of these goals. They were actionable in that I had a clear roadmap of what it was going to take for me to get there. And they were lucrative. There was something in this goal for me, something that I could clearly identify that I stood to gain from achieving this. And I realized that's it. 
there, there's got to be this connection to core. There's got to be this sense of emotion of empowerment. I've got to break down the steps and I got to realize what I stand to gain from walking this journey or else I'm just not going to care. And those were kind of the four pillars, resonant, empowering, actionable, and lucrative that created the real goal methodology that ultimately got me out of that slump, helped me start my business. And when I was working with my own coach at the time, she was saying, you know, everyone's a coach these days. Everyone, what's going to set you apart? Literally everyone, their mother, dog, sister, neighbor, coach. So what is it that you bring to the table? And I was like, this is it. This is my secret sauce because I've been able to see firsthand what it's done for me. And then we started to introduce it to other people and see, is this something scalable? Is this something repeatable? Can it trigger not only success, but feeling successful in other people? And sure enough, it did. And so that, I mean, this is what the whole journey is about. I mean, is it, it was a huge game changer. I've seen the way that people have integrated it in their own lives and in their businesses. And it's too good not to share. Yeah, it's interesting that you went through this transformation or you overcame this blockage that I think a lot of people deal with, which is defining lots of goals, having a laundry list of them and feeling mm-hmm. like they're underachieved. I think it's something like 85% of people don't follow through on New Year's resolutions or they or they repeat New Year's resolutions year on year, which are their right. own kinds of goals. So what I find is interesting in the way that you shifted your mindset or your your perspective on goal setting was more about taking what was sometimes held as just an outward experience, that goal out there, and making sure that it was fully synergized and integrated with what was going on in your interior world. Was that the big paradigm shift, that kind of alignment between the interior experience of what I authentically want, what I meaningfully want, and then what I'm creating out in the world? It was definitely part of it. So, you know, you mentioned New Year's resolutions, and I've always had a bit of an aversion to that term because I feel like a resolution is something that you want to resolve. It's something that you want to fix. You're going into this new year feeling like last year I didn't do it right. This year I've got to do something different. I've got to be better. I've got to change. And while there could be an underlying positive force fueling you in that direction, I kind of went into each new year feeling like there was a negative connotation that last year I wasn't good enough. And so my approach, not only to resolutions, but to, you know, or to, to new year's goals was the intention. I want intention to be that fuel that moves me forward. And it was intention that brought the goal. It turned it into something intrinsic. Mm -hmm. There was an external benefit because when I show up and I do things that fuel me, that fill me, that make me feel that I'm living intentionally, the world benefits by default. I'm showing up as a better version of myself. But the paradigm shift is it's there's got to be an internal connection first, because if I'm doing it for the accolades, if I'm doing it for the recognition, if I'm doing it for other people, I lose myself in my process and ultimately lose interest and and or will complete it and never feel successful because it was never for me in the first place. Right. You talk about people who don't feel like they're on their own path, like they're walking someone else's path. And I think that's probably a very strong sentiment among a lot of people, that feeling of living disingenuously or this question of authenticity. What does walking someone else's path feel like? Like, how does that manifest in someone's life? What would that look like to someone? I think it looks and feels differently for everyone. I don't think there's a cookie cutter 
way to, to look at it and identify it. For me, it was recognizing that I had started to build a life and live a life that didn't feel aligned. I found myself, I was in school, I graduated, I got the job. I started the day after I graduated. I mean, I was just checking the boxes, doing the things in the way in which I thought they needed to be done, got married, had, you know, initial talks of starting a family and buying a house. And I had this, for me, it manifested into physical symptoms. I felt sick. I, I mean, my stomach, I felt like it was being torn to shreds. I was losing sleep. I couldn't even stand straight or I couldn't even really unravel because my stomach was in so much pain. I had undergone several tests, all of which came back saying totally healthy. And at the end of it, my doctor said, hey, Sam, is there a chance that uh, you might be a little stressed? Something going on that maybe you're not dealing with? (laughs) It's like, now you ask me this? (laughs) And it was something that I... I consciously ignored for some time because I felt that I needed to live a certain way to live up to the expectations of a family, of society, of what I had perceived as what success looks and feels like. And not everyone will experience this in the manifestation of physical symptoms. But for me, it was no longer something that I could ignore. And when I had all the proof that I was healthy, I realized that I had to look inward that this was something that, you know, is not necessarily physiological, that it's very likely something emotional, something psychological. And I started to unpack, I really started to listen inward. And I realized this was, this was never my path to walk to begin with. I don't actually want these things, not at this stage in my life anyway. And it was a super difficult realization, because I felt like everything had to change. I felt like I had to change. I felt like my 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 situation my work everything had to change and that's scary and and even coming to that realization having never even not yet made the changes to just recognize this is going to require a significant shift is terrifying and so to recognize if you're truly walking your path or if you are following another path or or what i refer to as imposed success it starts with listening inward. It starts with understanding what what are you saying? What are what is happening inside that either you're not listening to consciously or that you haven't yet given the space. You haven't even bothered to check in. And from there, you know, I'd say the path can go a number of different directions depending on what the answers are, but Do not take for granted that the path you're on is the one that you truly want to be on. If you're not doing yourself the service of regularly checking in and saying, you know, does this feel, does this feel aligned? And, you know, one of the warning signs I'd say is if you're achieving, if like, you know, I talked about the accolades and the accomplishments, if you're doing these things and you're saying, well, I have the house and I have the car and I have the title and still not, I, I just, it's not fulfilling. It's a very good sign that there's something else for you something else that you can explore on your path that you've not yet given peace of mind to, to say, you know, where can this take me? What does my, how would my path look differently if I, if I gave that, um, you know, a little bit of airtime. One one of the big takeaways in your journey that I really appreciate is trying to break with the culture of fake it till you make it. There's a lot (laughs) of that going around. Why do you advocate for setting that idea aside? 
Oh, I mean, if, if I can say this, because I just think it's bullshit. I think that we, we are fooling no one by faking it. And if we are showing up as our, as a version of ourselves, we start from the get go with this mentality that we as our true selves are not good enough. Whoever we are, however we think, however we operate, simply won't cut it. Therefore, I need to show up as a version other than me to make people happy, to get the promotion, to do the things. And it's really difficult to achieve success and to feel successful. To me, those go hand in hand because achieving success, you can do it. But I mean, if you're not feeling successful, what is it all for? What does it matter? And it's really difficult to feel successful when a version of you has achieved those accolades, when a mask that you're wearing, when a, you know, a, someone else's perception is, is that it's that version that's achieving. There's a disconnect and an inability to emotionally connect to your goal and to success feeling like I've done this. And I think that people who subscribe to this way of thought are not consciously saying, I want to fake it. I want to show up as someone completely other than myself. And instead they're showing up in these situations by amplifying parts of them that may feel a little uncomfortable. And so in the journey I talk about, for example, you know, one of the ways to fake it till you make it is to, before you go into that big important meeting is to do this power pose and feel that confidence run through your body and bring it to the front of the room. And like that, that to me, isn't faking it. That is making it happen. You have that in you. If that's something you can tap into, you're not faking it. You're bringing it to the surface. You're elevating it. It might feel awkward, but you're making it happen. If you feel that you have to completely change for the approval of others, for opportunities to come knocking, for doors to open, and you're thinking, I don't have the skill set. This doesn't feel at all like me, but still I'm going to do it because I think this is what they want. You will never feel successful. I, I truly believe that, that you will never feel successful. And so this notion of, you know, stop faking, stop faking. If you, if it's not within your skill set, with your, within your ability, within your character, leave it at the door. And if there's a glimmer of that in you, bring it to the surface and make it happen and really shift the mindset from fake it till you make it to make it till you make it. Love that. For the people listening, who are you inviting to go on this journey? What's resonating in this person's mind and their feelings kind of like streaming through their consciousness that you feel would position them to get the most out of this journey with you? Definitely the people who feel that there is an untapped level of their potential that they're feeling they're ready to explore. It's for the people who are ready to take their success and feeling of success to the next level and understanding that there's a new way of doing things. There's a different way of doing things. And if you're curious to explore setting goals in a way that you haven't done before to reach that unprecedented level of success and unlock that next level of your potential, personally or professionally, this is something I think you ought to try. Keep on exploring. Samantha invites you to go on a huddle journey to unlock your potential by setting goals with intention.